Time to get into fresh poly tricks with author and political analyst Ralph Mateka. Today we're talking about the Charlotte Matweke hospital protests. Affected patients, amongst mm-hmm. others. Did the health workers fail to draw the moral line? Is there a moral line? Is there such a line uh, as a moral line in South African protest culture? The fact that um, Angie might have suffered because of my strike, does this mean you don't care that I haven't been paid in six months? Mm. And if I haven't been paid in six months, do I have the right to now say enough is enough? Or should there be a moral line? Yep. Maybe you're on a way in on this. Maybe you were part of the strike or you've been a part of a strike where you were criticized, but you feel like we didn't have an option because we were backed into a corner. Mm. Voice note 0817773333. Let's talk about protest culture in Mzansi. Ralph, how you doing, buddy? Good morning, good morning, Fresh. Good morning, Angie, Famizia, and Mpo, and uh, good morning to our listeners. Greetings, South Ralph. African protest culture. Let's talk about that. I mean, Fresh, this is a very sensitive issue, you know. First of all, you know, when people are protesting, they are feeling what they are feeling. Uh, it, it, it will be very difficult for us to get a sense to tell them what we think needs to be done and so forth. But protests also happen within our society as we get affected by that and uh, the people who are participating in the protest are part of the broader community. If you look at the Charlotte Matreke, uh, I mean this is quite very interesting in a sense that you are expecting health workers, you are expecting staff who are there to care for the vulnerable you know, to really not not to endanger their lives and and to show some restraint when they are expressing their frustration. I mean, remember, this is about uh, uh, bonuses, as mm. it was stated, that the workers wanted their bonuses. And the Minister of Health came out and referred to them as hooligans. Mm-hmm. This is complicated in a sense that I think that maybe the past few years, maybe since our democracy, we have gone about it in a way that that moral line is no longer there. I mean, you ask yourself, what is it that it takes for health workers to get to a point where they're trashing a hospital, which is supposed to be characterized as an essential service, and literally endanger the lives of the patients there? I mean, what happened to us to get to that point where uh, we can't draw that moral line? We can't say we are fighting, but not up to this point. And, and equally, uh, is it because of maybe our policymakers? Why are our workers so desensitized to that point where they fail to draw that moral line? Is it because maybe the, 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 the political leadership has behaved in such a way that nobody listened to them when they're saying, you know, stop at this point? What happened? Why are we at this? Anything seems to be, anything goes kind of an attitude towards protest. I mean, I've never seen this before, especially in the health department. I've seen it in the security, of course, mm-hmm. which is characterized as an essential service. But for the health department, to see what you have seen, I really have, uh, have real, real problems in understanding what happened. But, Ralph, isn't half the problem maybe political will to listen to people, to hear people? Uh, you know, you hear doctors and nurses complaining that we can't work like this, but nobody listens. But as we know, unless something burns, unless someone dies, they don't listen. 
I mean, that's true, Fresh. I mean, you are right there that uh, they seem not to be willingness to listen. I mean, I can give you a simple example with Houghton uh, Health, which is supposed to be the employers in this case. If you look at what happened in life, this many, the decisions that have been made by Houghton Health officials resulting in the death of patients, I mean, you ask yourself, are those officials in a position to even tell the workers what is acceptable? and what is not acceptable. And that is why workers tend to push so far and, and saying that this is how we, we, we want to be listened to. But again, we are humankind. Even if we want to be listened to, there's supposed to be compassion towards other fellow human beings to a point where even if our politicians don't listen, even if a third party do not listen, it's about how do I see you fresh as my fellow humankind? Do I, should I be pushed to that point where for me to want to be listened to, I then dehumanize you. What happens to that intimate relationship that we should have as human beings in this? This is where the dilemma is for me. Mm. In, in, in fact, I was going to say, what do you say to the health worker who says, where's the compassion for me that is living hand to mouth or is on the verge of losing a house or a car? What exactly, do I do? Exactly, Fresh. I mean, who's responsible for that? It is supposed to be uh, the society, the broader society owes something to the workers and uh, they're saying that poverty and economic desperation is the most violent phenomena more than anything else. Mm. But what worries me is that we are going to end up just being dehumanized. It just cannot be mm. that anything goes. I mean, uh, we hear stories of some of the people who are not being paid, but they still come through for others out there uh, you know, doing the best for other humanity, and you ask yourself in this in this area relating to the health workers that what what takes things to a point where we just say that you know what my anger is just more important than anything else, and there is nothing about my humanity. Have we dehumanized our health workers or even our hackers to that point? Mm-hmm. If we have done so, first we should own up to that. Mm-hmm. That's a nation. I like the fact that Fresh actually called it the culture of protest in the country where we burn things and something has to go violently wrong before anything gets done. Is there a point where as society, yes, that is what worked in 1976 and years prior to that and years after that, that we need to change our protest culture to accommodate how things are right now, especially when you've taken a Hippocratic oath to serve humanity before anything else, shouldn't that be the deciding factor on how you approach protest? Exactly. It should be. And and, and that humanity, that uh, ability to live to that oath, is what you should do irrespective of who's watching you. You shouldn't be waiting to say, oh, the cameras are on me, now I should behave better. It, it is supposed to be some kind of a covenant that you have towards other, other, other humankind as well. But even going beyond that, this protest culture that you are talking about, what happened to civil liberties? There is something which is of great concern about our nation, is that if I'm going to protest, is that fresh and gentle, I want to make sure that I stop you from going about your daily life. And actually, I'm, I'm encroaching upon your, your own civil liberties as humankind. Why is it that... If I have my own grievances, everything else has to stop. What happened to the respect of others? What happened to civil liberties? Of course, I do understand that uh, uh, usually when people are protesting, they have a clear target. It can be the employer. It can be the municipalities. But as an ordinary citizen, as someone who is trying to get to work, how do I come in? Should we 
all be holding hands together and be forced to get into solidarity. And what happened to the civil liberty? I think we have a strong challenge when it comes to our civil liberties as a nation. And, Respect for that. And, and a lot of food for thought from you, Ralphie. Thank you very much. We'll chat to you in a week. Author and political analyst, Ralph Mateka. What are your views? Maybe you'd like to weigh in on this. We'd love to hear from you. The hashtag is Fresh Breakfast.